This episode of Dirty Napkins has been sponsored by Mama Nature's Juice Bar, where we got the juice for you. Stop by either three locations in the Jackson metro area. We look forward to seeing you. Come get juiced up. Welcome back, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of Dirty Napkins. Today, we'll be meeting with Kia Williams. She's an entrepreneur and the CEO of Mama Nature's Juice Bar, which currently has three locations. We're at the one in the Fundren, so grab some juice and tune in. Let's go get some napkins dirty. Is it? I was. I was just want to make sure I got it right. I know the restaurant is where well, the juice bar is, Mama Nature's, but you are. Uh, my name is Takia Williams. Okay. And yes, you're correct. Our juice bar is Mama Nature's Juice Bar. Okay. Okay. Good. Well, you know, I think we we talked a little bit a few minutes ago about what I was going to talk about today. So um, we'll talk about your juice bar, kind of how it came to be, some of the, the what the journey was like, and things like that. But to get started, tell us a little bit about Takia. I guess, where are you from? Let's start there. Oh, I am born and raised in Jackson, Mississippi, I South Jackson to be exact. Okay. Um, graduated from Ridgeland High, attended Holmes Community College for nursing until I birthed this baby. So really? I actually um, dropped out of nursing school to actually birth a juice bar. So. Still in the health field. So. Yes, there it is. I, I thought my approach was nursing, but yeah. So, have you always kind of had this this kick for health, or like how, how did I guess how did all of this come about? Let's start there a little bit. Oh, got personal experience. So, I I didn't necessarily have a knack for health. It was more so like fitness. So I was like, hey, I want to stay in shape. I want to run, but okay. what I ate never occurred. You know, to kind of fit in that equation. It was like, hey, if I can work out and keep it toned or anything, I'm doing good. But it was from headaches fatigue, different things like that that you I was dealing, dealing with, with mm-hmm. okay. dealing with myself. And I just said, you know what, this can be life. You know, what is another way to 
combat this in a sense. So at the time, my mother was actually vegan um, and she was trucking and she was hammering the message in my head. And I'm like, lady, to go vegan. To go vegan. So at this point, at this point, when your mom was vegan, you were just doing your thing. Whatever. I was tribe-atarian. Listen, okay. I'm out here, I'm a tribe. So All right. All right. I was just out here just eating. And um, one of my biggest things I was consuming was actually beef and pork. And I was super fatigued. I'm talking just tired all the time. Um, having different things like small headaches and things, which I'm like, I'm young. I shouldn't be dealing with things like this and not realizing it was from the things that I was eating, so. So that kind of got you on the juice cleanse. Definitely. So checking So did into vegan come first or did the, and, and how did the two, I guess how did the two tie into each other? Okay, so I would say um, becoming vegan was actually the first one. So what right. I what I considered so was it was plant-based. I didn't I necessarily go vegan because I didn't cut out things like honey. So I went plant-based. Yeah, vegans don't do honey because it comes from bees. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. It gets, it gets real. It gets real. Right. So um, going plant-based, I actually just kind of cut out meats from our diet. And it really, it was to cleanse the body because you can actually use those fruits and vegetables to naturally cleanse your body. So I was doing that for both me and my children. My daughter was dealing with chronic asthma at the time. and Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. So okay. at that time, I'm like, come on now. Hey, why not give this a try? Because we're doing medications. We're doing steroids. We're doing all of this stuff. And I've heard that fruit and vegetables can make a difference. So we tried it out. And within a month, we saw tremendous. When I say tremendous, tremendous change. Okay. So, so you, you never looked back since then? Since then. And what I always tell people, it's all about um, just getting the health. And I don't push or nag people to go vegan or plant-based or anything like that because especially if you're not in a city or a state that accommodates that lifestyle, it's tough. Is it? I, I, let's talk about that a little bit. So when you say if you're not in a city and a state, that is it still somewhat new then? Because I, I, I swear it feels like Every day now, people are like, oh, I'm vegan now. I don't do oh that. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so, so it's been around for a while. People okay. been out here eating vegetarian or vegan or plant-based, whatever you want to call it. Um, some people even do flex diets where you're not necessarily fully vegan, but you take your time to where you're actually just you know, consuming plants, vegetables, fruit, and different things like that rather than actually consuming meat. So giving your body that time to kind of break. But the fad... It's, it's out there right yeah. now. So. Well, I, I guess a quick sidebar. I took a little sip of this. Okay. You know, I wanted to do it while you were talking in case I didn't like it. Okay. But it's, <laughs> it's actually really good. So you were telling me like this is one of the simpler options. What is what is this? So what that is is strawberry limeade. Okay. Strawberries, apple, ginger, and lime. Super simple. Mm -hmm. um, the biggest thing that we push that's in it is ginger. So it's a superfood that okay. most of the times we don't get. Okay. We're not out here looking for turmeric. We're not out here looking for maca, matcha, and different superfoods that's out here. I know none, nothing about any of that. And the benefits for them are crazy. Okay. So those simple superfoods have like tremendous benefits on a lot of ailments that we sure. just have as humans. So, so let's, let's talk a little bit more about juicing then, right? Is, is it called juicing? So yeah, it's, okay. a, it's a plethora in the juice okay. bar that we sell, but okay. juicing is an aspect. We also do smoothies as well. Okay. So juicing is removing the pulp, the fiber from the juice. So you're literally taking a machine and it's extracting just the juice from those um, fruit and vegetables. Uh, no pulp, none. No pulp, no none of that. So what you see like here, when you get like settlements or anything like that, you can shake it like that. That's a bit of anything that has came through the strainer. So if the strainer doesn't strain like the little bits of it, that's what you have. And that's that all natural, organic bits from your juice. So this is all natural, this is all mm -hmm. organic. So I can say I'm drinking or organic juice right yes. now. And it's not, no water added, no sugars, mm -hmm. anything like that. So just okay. whole plants, 
whole fruits, whole veggies. Yeah. So is this something you, you, you knew you wanted to do? Like once you started vegan, you said, hey, you know what? Is, is this just something you, you were like, I want the world to know about juicing. Did you start juicing your on your own first or like? Okay, so once I'm plant-based and I'm getting into it, I'm getting my juice, I'm getting my smoothies, um, I just really realized that it wasn't a convenient thing here. They had like Smoothie King, which I was, you know, going to myself. And that's kind of like, that was the only thing I knew. Well, we actually took a trip to New York and while in okay. New York, I'm like, what are these spots over here that's on every corner? Like there's a juice bar, there's a, and they're all different cultures, different people, you know, on the same mission. So experiencing that, I came home and I was like, I'm moving to Dallas. I'm oh. going where the juice is. Yeah. And that was my first um, thought. And then my mom was just like, well, if you see the city doesn't have it, why not start it? That's smart. And I'm just like, Man, you know, Mississippi isn't going to do this and going to do that. And it was just my own thoughts at first of what the city wasn't ready for. But then I'm, I'm literally in the city and I'm looking around. And I'm like, there is nowhere to go. So when I started actually making it for like my coworkers and things like that, they were like, girl, keep also, doing it. that's where you started? Yeah, that's where I started. Okay. I started making it at home. I'm bringing my juice to work. Like, it's, it's cool to okay. me. So. Okay. I'm not in the back hiding my juice. I'm I'm drinking on the you know front line. So they're just like, what are you doing? I worked in mental health. So I was a lab tech in mental health and they're all just like, what are you doing? And lo and behold, some of my customers or clients at the mental health ward were actually my first customers. Really? They were just like, hey, what are you drinking? And I'm like, oh, it's this with maca and it helps the hormones and stuff like that. They're like, hmm, I'll take a pill for that. Yeah. Let me try that. And I'm assuming this is probably a lot healthier than taking a pill for it. Exactly. It's, it's, it's more clean, if you want to okay. say that. So okay. clean and just natural ingredients that you can pronounce. Okay. So, <laughs> so you've always kind of had this this passion around helping people. It seems like maybe or not. Yes, okay. I can I can say that, and that's why I thought nursing was where I, I was needed. You know, I was like, hey, I need to be on the front line. I need to be able to touch and talk to people. Um, but then when I actually got into this, I was doing the same thing, sure, just with sure. people, and it was, in a sense, like really helping them to educate people, like because. Teaching was a thing that I actually liked and I wanted to do, but I was like, mm, I don't know if teachers make enough, no, sadly. No, that's true, sadly, sadly. Yeah, I hate to say it, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, so that's why I jumped to nursing. So I'm like, hey, I can possibly help and teach and do the same thing just in another field. But um, doing this, I was doing a little bit of both. So it was educating about health, assisting people that had health ailments, and then being able to educate people all in the same token. How did you learn about Oh my, self-education. So. Okay. Oh, well, first, I'd like to thank Holmes Community College because oh, right. I actually read my book. Big shout out to Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> so while in nursing, I minored in nutrition. So while okay. I was doing okay. it, I was like, let me read my book and actually educate myself. And when I'm reading it, I was just stunned at some of the benefits that little, literally plants and veggies, you know, and fruit have. So, so I, going back to something you said your mom mentioned to you, uh, why, why take it to Dallas, quote unquote? when you can just do it here in Mississippi. How receptive has Mississippi been to, well, I guess that answer kind of answers itself, because this is your third- <laughs> Third location, Yeah, yes. third location, congratulations thank on that. You, thank you, thank you. So, but my question was, how receptive has Mississippi been, or Jackson for that matter? Um, tremendous, like it's been a great reception from the people that want it. Yeah. There are still the corners and pockets of people that could care less for what we do and still aren't educated on what we do. But because we have those advocated people that know about health, that know true health, that are looking for wellness, they are truly out here advocating for us sure. and like pushing the message. 
So when I when I first started at farmers markets and things, that's what really motivated me. Seeing the people that was coming back every Saturday, so wait, this every pause. to you, see me. You started at farm, you started at farmers market. So you started doing it. For I started your, at the house. Doing it on your own, <laughs> and you went from that to kind of taking it to work. Taking it to work. Your clients started. Wanting yes. It, and then you upgraded from that to farmers market. Yes, because wow. when I started taking it to work, I started doing Facebook and Instagram. So I'm getting people to hit me, and they're like, okay. "Well, we want to be able to come somewhere." So I'm like, "Hmm, where can I go?" Farmers market. So I hit up the farmers market. I'm like, come, come and see me, come and check it out, sampling people. And just the reception from people literally coming every Saturday to see me, like clockwork. They're putting in orders like clockwork. It got to the point where I was making as much doing that as I was on my job. And I was like, mm, wait a minute. Two plus two equals. Wait a minute. So if I can do this as a side hustle, what will happen if I go all the way in? So, you know, I made my mind up in 2016 that I would go all the way in. So you started in 2016. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. And I guess it's it's customer service has to be something you're big on because I did right when Kate told me uh, the executive producer told me we we're gonna be interviewing you. I did my research and you have like a lot of good reviews on. It's crazy, right? So <laughs> I'm like, well, apparently either one the juice is good or she they or your team are treating people really nicely. So is that something that you're like? Do you do you kind of pride yourself on customer service? Oh my gosh, yes, because that's one thing I, I tell my team all the time. And one thing I've learned about being a local business owner. When the community is down for you, listen, they're going to be down for you. I had my customers coming here for team members off. They're like, hey, what's, what's going on? You know, you're representing the business. And it's, it's a community aspect because my team members also treat our customers, especially the ones that come all the time. You're like family. So it's, it's customer service. It's really knowing that we're here in the community. You're here in the community. And the local, that local support. Yeah, it really makes a difference. And I guess all of those things tied into you were either you won or were nominated for like what the Small Business Association yeah. Young Entrepreneur of the Year. Yes, we actually we won. Um, oh, you well, won. Okay, yeah, well, so good. Congrats. Wow. They let me know Congrats. earlier this year, and then COVID hit, so it was just like the whole nomination and the winning of it kind of just blew off of my mind because we have so much going on. But um, yeah, that can make you feel a little proud. Though, oh, I was you know, definitely proud. From like, 2016 to now, you. Open three locations. You're now a small business owner of the year. Listen, it's it's a lot of work, and I was very grateful for just the gratitude that they show just for me as an entrepreneur, sure. because um, it's tough, you know, and it's hard work. I was gonna ask you that. So, what are some of the challenges you faced? And I mean, if you have some more specific challenges, maybe that you faced as a woman of color opening your own business, I'd like you to talk about that as well. Um, the biggest thing when it comes to... This is to, really good, by the way. I'm glad you like You're going to feel energized after that, mm. too. But um, the biggest thing is just having the dedication to continue going. Because starting off is funding. You know, how am I going to open a restaurant with no money to my name? Sure. I got a couple of dollars in my pocket. What am I going to do? But, um, you know, going through to have to go through loan processes, first being denied by the bank. And SBA was actually who helped to back our loan to open our first location. And I tell so many people about that. They're there for minority businesses, especially women minority businesses. You're a double minority. Black owned businesses, you're a minority. And that's what they're there for. And when I went, Trust Mark was first like, uh, I don't know, you've never owned anything. You have nothing, you know, in your history showing you can do this. I was just like, hey, SBA will back me. Yeah. 
They read my business plan. You know, they want you to break it down, tit for tat on yeah, what you're gonna do I with it. Make money every exactly, yeah, you. and you just have to do the work. And so that's one of the biggest steps that people just don't do. Yeah, it's that grunt work that you gotta go talking to people on the phone, filling out paperwork, having to go back and forth, licensing. And it's very long and tedious. And myself, I was a single mother with two children, you know, trying to balance, trying to let go of a job while I'm trying to build a business and I still gotta take care of two human beings. It had to be tough. So it was it was definitely tough. We went through some What kept you pushing through that then? Like when you were going through the Nile process and you had two children, like you said you're a single mother, like how did you wake up every day and say, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna stay at this, I'm gonna keep going, I'm not gonna stop. So 2016 was the year I decided to go all in with the businesses. It was also the year I lost everything. Oh wow. So it was when I lost my space. It was when I was losing my, my car. It was when life just made this whole 360 of a turn and a downfall. And I was just like, wait a minute. It was to the point where me and my children are looking at each other. I'm sleeping at my cousin's house in her daughter's room. We're on her twin bed and I'm looking at my children. I'm like, hey, we'll never have to go through this again. Mama promise. I'm going in on this. That's heartfelt. I'm going in that on this and I'm not stopping. Pulling on my heartstrings over here. This just hit me because I've actually never told anybody that. But yeah. wow, yeah. That, well, I mean that's that that just speaks to your resilience. So, and I mean obviously three businesses, three restaurants later, I'm sure you all will never have to go through that. Listen, again, so. listen we're not, we're not. So well, I, well, go ahead, go ahead. I'm no, I'm just gonna say I just understand the dedication it takes and the consistency. Okay. Right, and so those are two of the pillars you would recommend someone if you if you want to open a business, dedication and consistency. Are those two things you stand by? Yes, okay. definitely. And the grind. Because you can be dedicated and always talking about it and speaking on it, but what action are you putting behind it? You know, what rooms are you putting yourself in for growth? You know, if you want to go to the next level, have you gotten con complacent where you are? Have you gotten con you know, are you keeping a consistent growth pattern? Are you looking for more? Well, let me ask you this then. So, right, and kind of going back to health, what else do you do outside of, and I think I know the answer to this question, but what else do you do outside of like juicing to stay healthy? Um, so I was a yoga instructor. Okay. So I still That's do yoga, I meditation. I, um, I do push that. I'm also in kind of like a girl group, if you want to call it that. We're kind of creating and cultivating something right now. Uh, just a group of female entrepreneurs where we're all in that health and wellness aspect. Okay. So I just make sure I surround myself around that because Outside of juicing, we do home renovations. So and we have other projects so you're a true going. Yes, yeah, so it's, I got it's, I it's so much in trying to balance it all. Like I just have to be conscious about what I allow into my life and into my space to keep me motivated. So let's talk about yoga a little bit. So you say you were a yoga instructor, right? Um, do you, is is yoga is yoga something you enjoy a lot, or is like is it just something? Is it one of those things you like? I just do this so that I can stay healthy. And I ask oh that gosh. because I'm I'm just starting to get into yoga. Myself, oh, right? welcome like, to the community. Welcome. Nah, I'm practicing, right? So it's rough. everybody asks me my my origin stories, and it's always coming back to I just needed this. Yeah, like okay. yoga was a thing that I needed after my second child. I dealt with very bad back issues from my epidural. I couldn't afford a chiropractor. Um, no health insurance to take me for massage therapy or anything like that. So someone literally at, at work one day was like, "You ever try yoga?" And I'm like. That's my fault stuff. Yeah, like, I ain't yeah, supposed to be doing it. Anybody finna, I'm not finna get on that. And she was like, no, I kid you not, it'll change your life. Get on there, begin a yoga, try it out. And a few of the positions actually helped to alleviate a lot of the back issues that I was dealing with. And it was, it was crazy. It was amazing. I was out here trying to be yoga of the year, yogini, trying to yeah. tell all my friends about it. And it's still not a 
culture here in Mississippi that has like grown to as big as it really is, but I'm still out here advocating for it. Well, yeah, so. you, should, you should stay, you should keep advocating for it. I'm, like I said, I'm like a two weeks in and I'm like, oh man, this is a lot harder than I thought it was. Oh man, it's a progressive practice. Don't you dare think you're gonna be doing handstands and headstands next week. Cause, oh, I, okay. Yeah, it's definitely something you have to take your time on to actually yeah. work up to. Okay. So, so I gotta ask you then, you were telling me a story and, I, and I, I told you I want you to finish telling me when we started back recording. You said a guy came in who was drinking a Coke a day. Can you yes. tell me about that? Yes. And he was drinking a Coca Day and his wife pretty much said, I'm not buying anymore. I'm not I'm not gonna cook until you find a healthy replacement for Coke. He came in, told us about it, you know, kinda asked us about what on the menu he would try. And our first thing we actually promoted to him was beet sweet beet. It was the sweet beet juice. The reason why was because he dealt with blood pressure issues. So he was like, oh, he's taking blood pressure pills and Coke kind of helps keep him up. He needs energy and, and this is the reason why he does. So I was like, okay, try the Sweet Beet. First, I just wanted to push beats on him, but Sweet Beet was a easy walk into the beat life. Um, so he tried that. He did it for like three days straight. He came back and said, I haven't had a Coke. This is my new favorite. So. He was coming back, coming back, and he was like, you know what, I'm ready to level up. So I'm like, okay, go for Beat It. Doing Beat It, numbers improve. You know, all the things that he had with his blood pressure started improving, so stories like that just helps to just light us and keep us, yeah, keep us motivated. Even in that story, right, just the fact that you kinda, I won't say diagnosing, because I know that's a real, Yes, technical I am term. not a medical health I professional. got you. But like, <laughs> even just the fact that you're listening to the people that come in and they tell you like, hey, I'm dealing with this, this, and this, and you say, hey, I recommend this. That, even, even me, right? When I told you, I don't really want to try this, I don't really want to try that, and you was like, ah, you should try this. And yes. I think, you know, I think that in itself is gonna help you stand apart. So I want to ask you then, who else, or you, you don't have to give specifics, but some of the other people that make juices, do you do you kind of look at them for inspiration, or maybe like, I, you know, I want to, I want to kind of grow past them or something like that? Like, how do you look at so, your competitors? Mm, starting off here in Mississippi, we were pretty much like the first juice bar. Um, I think the only other one was up North State. It's like a smoothie bar up there okay. that does like clean um, juicing and everything. But here, you know, competition was little to none. So to me, it was almost like I was setting a standard. And so when we opened and opened our first initial juice bar, another juice bar opened. That was a franchise. So, you know, you know, we were like, hey, we see you moving in the neighborhood. But, you know, for me, one thing that I do, and everybody knows this, I'm going to visit your establishment. I'm going to shake your hand. I'm going to let you know hello. Because we are on the same mission in Mississippi. And right now, what I look at competition as is what's that mission? Oh, health. We're 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 t we're changing the way that Mississippi views health, and changing the narrative around it. Like juice bars need to be as cool as coffee shops. It needs to be something that you come in and get your juice. You coming out with your smoothie. You feeling good. You ain't. You know, somebody get their other coffee shop cups that have their logos on it. You know, they want to blast it and show it. Feel the same way when it comes to your juice bars. Feel the same way when it comes to your health spots. And that's what we want to change in Mississippi. So competition that's been around here, I've literally, I, I went to literally all their openings probably, or I went and that's just smart, introduced though. myself. So. That's smart. Well, and then, okay, so you say, you, you know, it should be as fun as a coffee shop. It shouldn't be looked at as that cool. Have you ever thought about, you know, getting into events or, you know, going out to 
teaching people how to juice properly at, from home or something like yes. that. Yes, and that's a part of one of the kind of avenues where we're looking to expand just as a brand because the juice bar is like your space, you can come in and experience it. But we actually want to create programs and different things like that where we can actually really educate people on it because there's so much information behind, behind health and then there's so many different avenues that we can take to help people experience it. So yes, we do okay. have something in the works that we're working on for our customers. You know, Ed, I think that'll be good for you guys too. So. Yeah, we're excited. The name of your the name of your juice bar is Mama Nature's. Where did that come from? Like, how did you come up? Is that just a simple play on words and I'm thinking too much so into it? It's, it's a little bit of both. Okay. So when you know I was first thinking of the juice bar name, I was actually on the phone with my mom, and I'm like. I want to create a juice bar. What's going to be the name? And then, you know, I'm just like, okay, spitballing words that represent us. So I'm like, natural, earth, you know, organic. I'm just thinking of words. And the only thing that would come to mind was Mother Nature. So it was Mother Nature because, in a sense, that's what my mission was, was just to connect people back to Mother Nature. Like, it has so many benefits that's just here and provided on earth. So, um, yeah, sitting there thinking about Mother Nature. Me and my mom was talking. She's like, hey, we're Southern. So I called my mom, Mama, and that's where it came from, yeah, Mama Nature's. We are Southern. And yes. I, like, I like that. I like that. So let me, let me, let me kind of start closing this up and wrapping this up. What's, what's next for Mother Nature's? Like, what are you? So um, the biggest goal is to expand. Okay. So after this, possibly doing. Yeah, because. Okay. Mississippi is a playground. I love to tell people that. It's a playground because there's so many opportunities to create here. And um, we want to expand more. So if you look, you got, what, three coffee coffee shops in Fondren? That's three coffee shops in the same block right here. So hey, why can't juice bars be the same way? So expansion um, to franchising and then restaurants. So, you know, expanding the brand outside of juice and smoothies because we took food off our menu and customers are kicking our butt for it. Yeah, so, I was gonna ask you that, right? So what, what, what was that? It was just a business decision? So yeah, it was a business decision because um, we actually thought we would have it open before and now, but because of COVID, everything has kind of slowed down. But like I said, our next step is a restaurant. So you gotta kind of starve the market, you know, really get them in there and want it. And when we open up, we'll be ready for everybody. Well, let's talk about, real real quickly, let's talk about Jackson, right? We talked about what the dynamic was like opening a restaurant or a juice bar in Mississippi. Jackson more particularly, what are some of the restaurants you like to frequent? And just what are some of your general thoughts on Jackson itself? Being oh a my gosh. I'm so, I'm so excited for growth here. Like I'm just, I'm excited for growth. I'm excited for us to really expand just the arts and entertainment and, and all the industries that we have here that are really deep rooted in some awesome creatives. But yeah, we just need that exposure, that's all. Um, a couple of spots that I frequent. I do, I don't know if this is actually in Jackson, but you have Mind, Body and Soul Food, which is, yeah, off of County Line. <laughs> Um, love them. I am like into like kind of like clean eating they herbal. Are friends of the show. Exactly. So um, you have herbal blessings. They do like pop up kind of like tasting. So I love to go and taste what their chef has done. Um, another frequent. These people was in competition with me when um, say, the best like of really Jackson. Real... Look, when the best of Jackson came around, we uh -huh. we always in the same category. But I frequent them. You got Aladdin, Aplos, um, okay. different things like that. I like Mediterranean dishes and stuff. So. so, juice be yourself. 
Is that like, you, this, this is your merchant? Yes, this okay. is our merch. You got so back here as well, we so. do. Okay. Right now, we're getting into like t shirts, but eventually, want to expand. I'm a very punny girl, so I like punny t shirts. But um, we have some things out here. And is punny your pun for funny? Yes, there it I is. Got you. So, yes. Okay. <laughs> I just had to ask. Yeah, I got so, you. like vegetable puns oh, and okay. fruit and veggies and things like that. So, yeah. um, one of our best sellers is our gym and juice t shirt because um, two of our locations are connected to gyms. But with all of our locations, we have partnerships and things like that with gyms. Oh. So, we like, you know, offer like discounts and stuff. So, we have that. We got our infamous Got Juice, which is one that us and the team members wear. Okay. And then just be yourself. Just be so, yourself. Yeah, you cool. don't have to be no one else, just yourself. So. Well, and, and you, you mentioned kind of the gym partnerships. What is it like being connected to a gym? Is that, I'm sure, does that help your business or drive people It over? does. Okay. So if, if not, if they don't come here right after the gym before, it's exposure. So, you know, right there, you're coming in. Even if you're not here, you'll probably remember us and tell somebody else. Or one day you're running late, you don't got your protein shake, we got you. So it's convenience and just free marketing. I like this one. Yeah, you know, a little something. You got a nice feel to it, you yeah, know. Yeah, a nice little. I gotta cotton. get in the gym before I can wear this stuff, you know. What I mean? uh, this is to promote you to get in the oh, gym. Oh, this is gonna promote. Yep. Like, yep. Just, I just need to buy like one of the smallest sizes you got so I can look big, you know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> when we come out with the tanks, then oh, hey, we gonna do then something. You, got, you gotta head of arms. Make for sure that, they got their so. tickets to the gun show. You exactly. Know? <laughs> we also do like um, some local. Um, like vendors, local businesses. So we do Harge's candles in stock. We'll also do like local soaps or anybody that wants to put some products out here. We got them. I'm a candle guy. That's pineapple mango. That's oh, made especially yeah. is for this the made, Is this made in Mississippi too? Made, yes sir. All right, all right. I may have to. I may have to go. I was looking for the price on the bottom. You know how it is. There it is. I know. <laughs> you know, but nah, it smells real good. So yes, is this yes. something you all? are starting to sell are you like so yeah we we collab with them and they just create um seasonal flavors so i'm not flavors seasonal scents and pineapple mango is one that they have right now on the shelves so i'm gonna i'm gonna use up all y'all pineapple that yes, was the slush man, i had i mean listen. the juice i had too right <laughs> and it, it smells so good yeah, so it did yes. it really did so well that's all I pretty much have for you. Um, I guess the last thing is tell us where we can find you, where we can follow you, um, where you'd like us to follow you, all of that. Well, check us out on Google and Yelp at Mama Nature's Juice Bar. You can also check us out online, www.mamanaturesjuicebar.com. Also on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And we're going to get a TikTok too, but at Mama Nature's. Well, thank you. Well, Takiya, it's been a pleasure. Anything else you want to talk about? Are you are you good? I think our hearts have been filled. Some inspiration. Oh my gosh. If you want to start a business, especially here in Jackson, think big. Like to me, it's go big or go home because it's a playground right now. And if you're not doing it, somebody else is. So think big, strategize, organize, and retrain your brain because a lot of times it's just the um, Habit, habitual things that we're used to that keeps us from doing the great things. So retrain your brain and go for it. Like I wanted to start out as a delivery company and I was trying to think small and a good friend of mine, Tim Ward, told me to dream big. And when he did that, I said, you know what? I want to be up there with Smoothie King. I want to be up there with everybody else. And he said, well, start on that level. And so we did. We started on that level and from there we grew. So you can do it too. You can do it too. Listen, <laughs> for real, that's, that's facts.
Well, that's all we have for you. It was a pleasure. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I will let you go back to serving the community these amazing smoothies and juices. Thank you. All right? Appreciate so thank you for it. your time. I do the fish bumps since the COVID going I know, on. right? <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Dirty Napkins. It was a great conversation with Takiya, the owner of Mama Nature's. Until next time, be sure to drink your juice and follow your dreams. It's your host, Taylor. Bye. Hey, you guys, it's Kia here with Mama Nature's Juice Bar. Three locations to serve you, Ridgeland, Jackson, and in Madison. Come out and see us. Open Monday through Saturday, 8 to 6. We're here to serve all your health food needs. Check out that interview with Dirty Napkins. Hello, you guys. This podcast is sponsored by Mama Nature's Juice Bar, the number one juice bar brand in Mississippi and in the southern region. Stop by either three locations where they're serving juices, smoothies, acai bowls, and some tasty toast. So we look to see you at the juice bar. Look forward to juicing you up. Follow us on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Mama Nature's. Today, we've been supplied some beaded juice, beet, apple, and ginger. Mm, 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 mm. I must say, it is rejuvenating and delicious. Stop by and see Mama Nature's today.